I die, Tara, you will not find my feet under your bed. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, you will not catch me, like, getting swooped up by an eagle by my neck. <laughs> like, just <laughs> out just, of this world I just stuff. you waking up one day like, whose feet are those? It is currently 10.30 in the morning. I don't know if it's morning for you, but it's sure as hell morning for us. For me. Yeah, it's morning, a, morning. I woke up out of a coma this morning. <laughs> Slept for about 10 hours. <laughs> but now we're here. We're here. We're ready. We're fueled up on breakfast burritos. I hope you do the same. I hope you're eating yeah. a delicious breakfast burrito right now. See, this comes out on Monday. So you need a good breakfast to start the week. Right. Even if you have it before you listen to this, I hope you just start your Monday with a good breakfast burrito. Or a good breakfast. And good a nice, nice cup of coffee. If you're a coffee person. Who isn't coffee? What do you drink if you're not a person? Juice? <laughs> have yourself a Red a Bull. A crisp water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like a Red Bull. Stay hydrated, friends. Shotgun Stay a monster. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Just giving people heart attacks out here. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to get sued. What I said is, do not shotgun monsters <laughs> in the beginning of the day. Actually, just don't do it at all. It's fine. Shotgun a Bud Light instead. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> okay, bye. That's our show. <laughs> and back to the Bud Light thing. Uh, have one for me, too. Cause <laughs> She's still pregnant, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hasn't changed yet. <laughs> Unfortunately. We're getting closer, though. Two weeks and five days. Can't wait. She's going to be so fast. Okay. Enough about baby stuff. That's all I think about these days. Because I don't have a choice. (laughs) Uh, Quick question. Top of the show. (laughs) Cheyenne's question corner. Yo, honestly. Can that be his name? Yeah. Giants. Okay. 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 Somebody didn't turn their phone on silent. (laughs) It was a scam likely. Okay. uh, Why do hamsters always die a tragic death? Why is it always the hamster? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Have you not have... So, the first... My hamster experience. Let me tell you about it. So, my first hamster, I'm pretty sure somebody let it loose. Somebody else let it loose. So it went free. No, because hamsters don't live in the real world. Except that they do. But wait, okay. Not in the <laughs> state that we live in. There's just not hamsters roaming around like stray cats. No, but I saved it. I, I adopted it. And people were using the hamster as like an ashtray. Like literally like putting cigarette butts out on the hamster. Like we How old it. were you when you got this hamster? I was probably like seven. Where were you <laughs> using a hamster's ashtray when you were seven? No, we weren't using it as an ashtray. We saved it. I, I don't right, know if but it was like where were you? Somebody my mom knew. 
that knew of this hamster that needed saving. Oh my god. Or whatever. But anyway, we ended up with it. And it's just, I hear these tragic stories. Like, one of my coworkers, her hamster died because she was hanging out with it outside, like on her patio. And a bird came and swooped it when they were playing. That's like, um, what's that movie? The Proposal? I've never seen it. Of course you haven't. <sighs> Not a movie person. God. It's such a good movie, though. But okay. they have a little, they're in Alaska, and they have a little dog. And this eagle comes down and scoops the dog up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just switch for a hamster. And I just never, I really need to get to the bottom of this. Because I never hear about this tragic stuff happening to any other pet. Like, I never hear, I mean, well, oh, my guinea pig got loose. Like, people don't say that. Like, yeah, they're like bigger logs. <laughs> Essentially running around the yard. A, pig, a fluffy log. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's always just like the hamsters. Like, they're just always. I mean, I never had hurt. a hamster. But my mom had a hamster. No, I wanted one. I never got one. I feel like it's but a I think my mom found its feet. Like, it got out. And she just found the feet under her bed. <laughs> Like her cat probably got it. Tara. <laughs> she just I asked the question, you're like, what? Tragic hamster stories? I've never heard of one of those. And then you're like, no, but, but I feel like hamsters die different ways. Like they freeze to death. They get too cold. Right. What Sometimes else they freezes just old. to death? What else freezes to death? I've never heard been like, oh my box turtle just got frozen to uh, death. We had a gecko that froze. Because his heat lamp went out, so Okay, you can't take an animal that's supposed to be hot and then freeze them. <laughs> Hamsters are just normal mammals. They're just supposed to be at a normal body temperature like you, you know? And you're just out here freezing them? Why? I mean, I don't know. Why are they so sensitive to just existence? I don't and know. And also, where the hell do hamsters live? In Asia. Just Roman? I watched a TikTok on this the other day, actually. <laughs> Yo, the world knew that I was going to answer this. You know what's wild, though? Question. Is the, speaking of going back to guinea pigs, mm-hmm. guinea pigs are wild animals in, like, Peru. Like, they hunt them. I mean, that makes sense, though, because it's, like, I don't know what the equivalent would be to here. Like a rabbit? Yeah, like a rabbit or, like, prairie dogs and stuff like that. It's still weird. Like, just roaming in the wildness. It's still in so the wildness. weird. Um... But yeah, the fact that we put them in a cage and feed them with a little bottle that has a ball in it, like, you know, <laughs> that part's a little weird. Right. And there's people on the other side of the world hunting and eating them. I feel like it's an, a very American thing to just put anything that doesn't belong in a cage in a cage. I mean, I do feel like that's like, an American thing, too. Just, like, making everything a pet. Right. Every exotic... <laughs> Let me narrow this down because that was a very broad statement. But the whole cage thing. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into animals. what else we put cages in. I know, that sounds like animals that are exotic that aren't typically in cages. Americans just like to put in cages. That's true. Like, we, everything's a pet. Bunnies. I mean, and it could be this way in other places. I just know firsthand it's in America. Apparently, hamsters roam around in Asia. They don't roam around here. I have never seen a hamster walking down the street. <laughs> never, ever. Guinea pigs? Never seen one of them hoes just 
hanging Chilling out in the neighborhood. Nope. Could you imagine a herd of guinea pigs just like <laughs> just running through your yard? <laughs> just little logs. You know, when you see, remember, so when we went to California, we saw all those elk. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it was just a herd of guinea pigs. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. And like, I'm not, I don't have all the information that I could have on hamsters and guinea pigs on like their survival outside of a cage. But it's just so odd to me that like literally they eat those little freaking pebbles that are just like compressed vitamin grass <laughs> or whatever. And then they just live and they just die tragically. That's my experience with them. And all over the I world, mean, they're just living their normal lives. Like, what do they eat? So, how would you expect them to die if it wasn't tragic? I don't know, like, in their sleep? Like, in every other animal? <laughs> or maybe, like, a tragic, understandable way? Like, if you were roaming the world and you got hit by a car, I could die that way. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Deer die like that way. Anytime your pet dies, it's tragic. Or they're just old. And you just have them put down because they're old. It's still... That's like a way of life. I mean, I guess that's not traumatic. Right. That's what but... I'm saying. Like, hamsters, like, you don't, you won't find... When I die, Tara, you will not find my feet under your bed. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, you will not catch me, like, getting swooped up by an eagle by my neck. <laughs> like, just... Out just, of this world just stuff. just you waking up one day, like... Whose feet are those? In my oh, body. My bed. <laughs> the stray cat must have got her. Like, what? No. She's too shan feet. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. this is not real. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And I just, there's no other house pet that this happens to. Tragic that's stuff true. happens I to. I just feel like it's because they're small and they're squishy. But most of it's our fault. Right, because people are trash. <laughs> we shouldn't be putting all these animals in cages. We shouldn't. But why is it that we can take care of literally anything else? People have bunnies. Litter train them and everything. They live perfectly fine. I just feel like it's because they're bigger. They're but people have to keep rats. Track of. I mean, rats can live through anything, though. That's true. Maybe hamsters are just delicate souls. And they I just- mean, they, they're really squishy, so I think that they just... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't... I just feel like it's just because they're small and they're sneaky and... I mean, they're little, like, fluff balls. Like, I don't know how big... I've never seen a naked hamster. So I don't know how big their body actually is, but I imagine <laughs> it being pretty shiny. <laughs> like, it's just fluff, right? It's just like... Naked <laughs> 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 hamster! Yeah, like, you know, like a naked mole rat or, like, the naked cats? I feel like they're probably about the same size as, like, the naked mole rats. Well, no, I guess no. those get kind of big. Yeah, naked mole rats are giant. They're not giant. I mean, compared to a little hamster. I feel like hamsters are like, like it'll fit in like a cupped palm. Like, I get more water out of the sink when I brush my teeth <laughs> than the space a hamster would need in my palm. Yeah, but there's different types of hamsters. There's like the pocket ones that are itty bitty. But that's what I'm saying. Like, is it just that they're just so fluffy and that we just can't bear the... To hold on to them. We're just like, whoa, every time. I'm like, me with my phone, them, in, they my phone in your car. Every time you go over above, my phone just flies across the car. <laughs> There's no, like, way I to mean, hold it. Is that why? They are pretty squirmy. And they're fast. I mean, they are fast. But why is it that we can keep everything else 
within our reach, but hamsters are just the one thing. Like, do they just run to the I corner and then you just think it's like a dust bunny and you're like, oh, not in that Get corner. Get the vacuum. Right. <laughs> right. There you go. A hamster dies in the vacuum. <laughs> Tragic. Like, I just don't. Listen, I don't have an answer for your question. <laughs> I just, I'm, try, I'm really trying to get the bottom of this. And the reason this was, like, at the top of my head is because me and my boyfriend just had a conversation about what our child's first pet would be. Like, would we be those parents that just kept feeding them fish to die? <laughs> because so, everyone had 30 Do you want to hear fish. a really funny story about fish? What? So, when my cousin was, I don't know, probably, like, six or seven, my aunt got her two fish. Mm-hmm. The next morning, they woke up and they had 184 fish. One of the fish was pregnant and it just babies in their fish overnight. Yes. How did they know it was 184? That's a lot. I don't know, but it was a lot. There's all of a sudden these tiny little fish all over the place. I could not imagine having a pregnant fish. You went and you got two fish. I was just about to say I was like going to a petco trip. 25 cent fish, and next thing you know, you had a tank full of them. Um. Speaking of fish, okay. But yes, I don't know what kind of pet parent I'm going to be. Or I don't know what parent I'm going to be when it comes to letting my kid have pets. Let me rephrase that. Like, am I going to be a fish parent or am I just going to get them straight up like a box turtle? Like, how cute. I always wanted a turtle. Me I too, and I never one. got one. <laughs> That's why I'm like, should I just like fill my joy up with getting Fulfill a Fulfill your childhood dreams? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and put on your kid. Allow them to have such an awesome experience with having a turtle? I mean, turtles are cool, and they do live forever. Right, and then I'm going to be the one taking care of it anyway. So, so like, unless it. something really terrible happens, you don't have to try to replace it. The eagle came in the house <laughs> through the front door. Yo, can you get, like, a giant tortoise instead? Yo, that would just be, okay, giant walking around my house. Yeah. Like full size. That's like people who have full pigs in their house. It's like that throw pillow. Just imagine that throw pillow just walking around your house. Yo, I really need to understand also, now that we're on this Discovery Channel thing, <laughs> is who said turtles were slow? I've seen some fast-ass turtles. Yo, shout out TikTok. But, like, it's have always... You ever tried these... to, have you ever seen a turtle in the wild? Like, in my real life? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably in, like, the desert in California I saw one. Like, the big box ones, but they don't really move. So, we do have turtles in Oregon. Like snapping turtles, though? Yeah. And I tried to catch one one time. Fast, fast as fuck. fuck. Right. <laughs> see, okay. So, this is my... This and is they my jump into the water and they swim away and you never see them again. Yeah. This is exactly my point. Is... Actually, when my mom grew up, she always used to tell me a story how they used to be snapping turtles in this pond. Anyway. Irrelevant. <clears throat> um, no, but like all these turtle videos, it's like little box turtles. And there'll be like a little house bird on it or something. Or, like, just there'll be, like, a little bow on there or, like, mm-hmm. a little balloon, you know, so you don't lose them. Which it, we should also be doing with hamsters to everyone who has <laughs> a balloon to your hamster. You'll never yeah. lose them. <laughs> just saying. But. You see a cat walking around with a balloon stuck to its teeth. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Where are its feet? Oh, that is so sad. So sad. Um, but they'll just be, like, sprinting around the house. I'm talking sprinting full strides across any type of flooring they're just sprinting right a turtle is sprinting yeah turtles are not that slow like it makes so much sense why the the hair lost the turtles are fast as fuck boy <laughs> they, 
They just be running. Can you please get a turtle and tie a balloon to it every time you let it out? Well, yeah. How else would you find it? I mean, you wouldn't. You just have to have, like, you have to get a helium tank so you just can always have a balloon ready. Mm -hmm. Actually. Like, every day on my way home, if it's turtle taking out of the cage day, we just go to the dollar store and get a balloon. It's a dollar twenty-five store now. Dollar twenty-five store. Shit! By the time you get a turtle, it might be a three-dollar store. Yo, it better be a five below by the time I get a turtle. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I, I spent hours on five below website the other day. We just need a five below. I concur. It's very frustrating that we don't have one. I went into one when I was in Palm Springs last year. Mm-hmm. Best like forty five minutes of my life. I feel like I could walk. I could walk through the dollar store for thirty minutes. I feel like if we had a five below, you'd be there all day. I would. It would be. It would be a whole zoo trip. Yeah. Or we'd have to go back to see some animals. Right. Like, it would be a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I've been really wanting to go to the zoo, but then I don't go to the zoo because I'm like, if I'm going to spend that much money for me to go to the zoo. Why don't I just spend it in a couple months when I'm going to have a reason to go to the zoo? Because you know? it's going to be cold. I feel like it's always months. cold here, though. I mean, I guess if you wait until, like, spring when it's a little bit warmer, the baby will be a little bit older and, be little, like, he'll be able to, like, actually, like, like focus on things. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I just can't bring myself to spend, I don't know how much the zoo is here now, but it's, like, a $30. Lot. Yeah. Right. For me to go walk around the zoo? Right. I just watch Animal Planet. <laughs> you just turn the Scrubber channel on since the baby down. Learn something. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, now, like, me going to the zoo by myself. Like, I want to go just because I haven't been to the zoo in a long time. But I'm like, why am I going to spend money now when I'm going ha- you know, to have just, to You know, you could it. just go for a walk downtown. It's kind of like being at the zoo. You are not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. I was like, damn, it is eventful down there. Which is so unfortunate, because I used to love downtown. I feel like at one point in time, it was a fun place to go. Yeah. Generations ago. Yeah. (laughs) Generations. It's a wild thing. It's crazy that, like, now everyone's just, I guess, like, not immune to it, but, like, comfortable with the fact that, like, COVID's still a thing. Like, so, like, everyone just goes about their normal lives, like avoiding everything they used to do without knowing or being oh see i feel like i don't i feel like as soon as the mass mandate dropped i was like right back to right back to it no but i'm saying like your lifestyle isn't necessarily a lifestyle where covid really affected it other than the mask thing that's true like i'm talking about people who have because it didn't really affect mine either like thankfully you know but there's some people that like they live in like downtown or they like everything yeah like like their grocery stores are downtown like things that like permanently closed or like right their jobs permanently moved to yeah working from home and stuff yeah Yeah. it's like crazy like the homelessness here like swarmed downtown more than ever after right because it's so willy-nilly and now that since covid and everything and all like everyone losing their jobs and shit it's just like 10 times worse but that's what i'm saying like now it's like normal to drive past like an exit and see like a whole little village 
Or, like, driving through downtown and, like, every other building's boarded up. Yeah, and then after the riots and everything, like, and then COVID, so they're just not, not taking care of it, not rebuilding I do remember, it. like, one of the first times that I drove through downtown, like, after the riots, it was wild to see everything, like, boarded up and gates and fences everywhere. It was well, yeah, cause very like, uncomfortable to drive through. Oh, well, yeah, because, like, when the, like, after the riots, like, first happened, it was like that. Like, every single person had, or not every single person, every single place had, like, everything boarded up gated around it like yeah. and then that's when it was like a ghost town you, right like, you would have thought it was like a zombie movie you know and then now since obviously that was a while ago everyone has moved in there almost people right because everybody all of the like a lot of the big businesses stuff are moving out of downtown so right, there's all this down. empty space now like is it ever gonna go back is it do you think it'll ever be like populated like it like was, it was I don't know. Because I remember when I was in, like, high school or, like, getting out of high school, it was very, like, a desired area to go. Yeah. Like, everyone was there. Like, if you wanted to go to, like, any type of restaurant, really, you drove out of your way. Right. To you go drove downtown to go yeah. to a nice place. The waterfront was a lot cleaner. Yeah. the waterfront. I mean, the waterfront is still beautiful. I feel like the waterfront. I do love the waterfront, like the spring when the cherry blossoms. Yeah, like yeah. the waterfront is very pretty. But the encounters that you have, <laughs> the right, waterfront have changed. That's yeah, sure. I don't know. I mean, I hope I would hope that it that they can figure out a way to better manage it and you know set up better resources for people. Like, to... Oh, are you talking about homelessness? Yeah. To clean the city up. I mean... There's no... There's literally no reason why it shouldn't be done. Because, you know, like... Government in LA, and money. Well, like... <clears throat> like, yes, but, like, no. Because the reason I say that is, like, because L.A., like, their homelessness... A huge problem that they have is, like, building sky rises and stuff. A lot of areas in LA you simply can't do that like right. because like the air rights are sold or whatever you know like here we don't have necessarily the same restrictions on air rights in Portland. yes we do in Portland. I mean in because of the airport right essentially that's but where I'm all saying, our buildings are short but I'm saying like there's so many like outskirt places now yeah that are like the ghetto or like right trash neighborhoods you know that they could simply be doing that and they are doing it with some but I feel like if they just made, like, an area of it. I mean, they do have, like, the tiny house villages and stuff that they're trying to build. Yo, I always think about that one next to my work. The little tiny village where it's, like, little, like, little shacks. Yeah. That's so crazy. Because there's one over by Omsi, too. Little shacks? Yeah. That's so crazy. But I just feel like there's not enough tiny houses for the amount of people that are on the streets in Oregon. I wonder what percentage of the state is homeless. I wonder if there's a new, like, a new article. Or, like, like, if there's new number, like, yeah. new statistics. Yeah. That's a tough word for me. <clears throat> I got halfway through and stopped because I realized <laughs> you were too. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, because, like, I feel like people intentionally, like, if you're homeless or 
choosing to be homeless or for whatever reason you're homeless actually i feel like they flee to state like cities like it'll take care of them la or yeah like bigger cities like ours because yeah i feel like it's easy to be homeless here oh yeah because portland takes care of their homeless people very well right that's what i'm saying like so it is very easy to be homeless like homeless with a job you're set for life like the amount of money that you would be saving from not having to pay housing right or anything around it you would be saving so much money you'd be rich yeah You'd be better set than, like, most people paying for, like, paying for their yeah. house, you know? I mean, think about how much money you Even spend in your rent. rent if you didn't, if you were living in your car instead. Yo. I say that all the time. I was like, I should just be homeless. I should just live out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not now. She's two weeks from having a baby. I should just be homeless. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not now, per se. But I'm saying, I mean, it's a different lifestyle that i'm living but i feel like if the cards played out right and you were just young and had a job and didn't have any like anything to tie you down yeah why aren't you the problem is is a lot of them refuse to have a job i mean that part i mean actually yeah i feel like that is because you and i we used to talk about like just driving around the country and doing DoorDash in, in every city we're in. Right, yeah. And then just being like... And then like just, you know, just working enough to pay for what we needed at that time. Because like, right. what a dream. Like, But also stressful. I mean, yes. Also stressful because you never know. Right. And like, you can end up in a very bad situation very fast. Or you can end up in a great situation just as fast, you know? Yeah. I feel like it would be such an experience, though. Like, obviously not peaches and cream all the time no but but i feel like it would have been a nice adventure it would have been and if i didn't i'm still like super optimistic to the idea not necessarily in my lifestyle with a child <laughs> but just just leave the kid with the boyfriend for a couple weeks yeah. hey we're gonna go travel the world i'll be and back in a month along the way <laughs> but i'll be I just, back in a month and then i'll be here for a month and i'm leaving again right i just feel like there's so many opportunities that like people are not taking right because they're different than what they they envision should be their opportunity does that make sense yeah and i mean i know that like a lot of the homeless issues especially in portland are lack of mental health facilities lack of drug rehabs well drugs are legal here <laughs> I don't even want to get into that because <laughs> shit's wild. Well, I'm just for context. Also, if you are not from our city and you are elsewhere listening, um, all drugs are pretty much legal not all state. drugs. Most they decriminalize them enough, so you don't go to prison. You get a fine, or you can go to rehab. Those are your options if you get caught. And I feel like. Neither of those things are real when you're talking to a homeless person. But we also don't have enough people enforcing these laws. I mean... So nothing's happening with anybody. I mean, I have a coworker who his father-in-law's car was stolen. Mm-hmm. They f- the cops found it in a Walmart parking lot, mm-hmm. called them. They went to go pick it up. 
there was a homeless man cleaning all of his things out of the car mm-hmm. and then just walked away. Yeah. And my car was like, are you going to arrest him for stealing the car? No. He doesn't have an address, so he'll get booked and released, and then he'll never show up to court, so there's nothing we can do. I mean, that's pretty much how the whole state is right now. Like, when it comes to, like, getting tickets and shit, when it comes to stolen vehicles, like, my work, people come in all the time. Their vehicles are getting stolen, their houses are getting broken into, like, and nothing's happening in every area of the city. Right. So it's only getting, like, it's just going to keep getting worse until... That's why I'm like, do you actually think it's going to ever be back to what it was i don't know know i hope so because i said i used to love going downtown it makes me so mad is irrelevant but i just saw a news article about street racing oh because that's a huge issue in portland right now also but that is i feel like that is such a smaller issue compared to all I mean, these other yes, issues i also agree. let them fucking drive fast if they want to drive fast if they're going to do something or stupid, like let them just either that do it over there or just like once a month close off a couple streets like and allow them and to allow do. them to do it god this is so annoying to me like we'd be spending so much time on these damn street racers Meanwhile, people are being beat in the street. Houses are broken into. People whose cars are getting stolen. And it's, oh, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Like, but if you post a video on Facebook of street racing, we're going to come to your house yo, honestly, and arrest you. People are going to jail because they're driving fast. It's not near as bad as, like, these stunts that you see in other states or cities either. Like, that Tesla that was racing down a residential street that going, like, 100 miles an hour. Did you see that in L.A.? No. The Tesla, like, flew off the ledge. It was, like, a YouTuber stunt, too. It was, like, the car was going, like, 100 miles an hour down, like, a residential. Scary. Um, street. Yeah, in, like, side-swiped cars. And they had to make, like, a GoFundMe for the guy who his Subaru got, like, totaled on the side of the street in front of his house. Jeez. Like, that. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> me, too. And, like, don't come at me if I, like jumbled the details of it or the facts of it but it was literally just that a tesla was going way too fast literally caught air they recorded it put it on the internet and then like that could have actually like killed somebody and it was just one guy it wasn't like a thing it right wasn't in an area that was open by any means a lot of these people here are just like taking open parking lots taking okay like maybe a bridge or two but see, <laughs> that's irritating <laughs> yeah the bridge how pissed off the would the you be if you were in traffic for no reason other than these fucking kids playing around on the bridge. I mean, okay, I get it, like, the annoyance of it. I just think there's so many bigger but right, issues. There are like, a lot of bigger issues I would allow myself to be annoyed that that kid can now say that he did donuts in the middle of a freeway. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just be annoyed. Just move on with your life. There's way bigger issues in the world than this kid, you know? Like, his way of coping could be... <laughs> doing like racing with his friends because of all this other shit that's happening well, right i mean he could like just those, let him be those kids could be out doing way worse things right they could be on the street doing be, drugs right not getting sent to jail for stealing cars you know right all the other issues they could be doing world. a lot worse i'm just like bro leave them and then they they break it all the way down to like we need to regulate like car modifications in the city of portland and the state of oregon da, da, da. Right. i'm just like that is what we need to be regulating right now. Right. That can we regulate things. some mental health care? Right. Like, the amount of <laughs> potholes, we can only lower lower our cars so much. <laughs> you know, right. like... God, he's 
Should we regulate so government funding? <laughs> There's so like, many other things. It's just making me so angry. I hate when they do like the whole like, well, these street racing, these street racing kids. Yeah, I know. And like, I work in a desired street racing area. Because it's very industrial. There's no like. Yeah, very industrial, um, very Residential open. around. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, nobody. After five o'clock, plane. it's like empty parking lots. Yeah, literally. Like the second five, six o'clock hits, no one's down there. Right. You know, like everyone is just like at home doing what I they're mean, doing. So when people come down, to you're like, not hurting. Um, not to like indict us, but we went down there in our cars and fucked around in the snow. Yeah, exactly my point. Just like let you them know. be. Like, right. Just if they're going to play in the snow, they're going to play in the snow. If they crash their own car, they crash <laughs> their own car. <laughs> Cheyenne knows all about that. (laughs) Speaking from experience. But, like, if... Right. If they're not, like, physically damaging something specific, like, if they're not ramming their car through buildings, if they're not hitting residential cars parked on the street, if they're not hurting themselves, like, let them them be. Right. Let them be. Literally, they'll learn by crashing their own car. Well, and it goes back to... Clearly, it's a thing. It's not going away. Set up an area where they can do it. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, and like, they're just mad. They're just mad. Like, people are just mad about this. I know this is like hella off topic, <laughs> but like, people are just big mad about there being rubber on the ground at the end of the day. Right. Who? There's much larger things to be upset about. <laughs> I'm worried that when I step in the sand by the river i'm gonna step onto a needle i don't right. care about the rubber in the parking lot yeah <laughs> no Same. thank you like what what and like i get it's great that we are giving needles out so that diseases aren't being spread but now they're also giving them out to the bottom of people's feet <laughs> yeah i see i go back and forth on the needle exchange like i understand why it's necessary but, like, maybe also give them an option to, like, get help versus just be like, here's a new box of needles. Have a great day. Don't OD. <laughs> Yo, on- do you want some Narcan just in case? Like, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Be like, like look, that. we can give you this or I can give you 30 days in a clean environment where we can help you get better. Yeah. I mean, and I, it's like, it's just one of those things, like, it's. If it were easy to get off drugs, a lot of people would. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's expensive. It it's is very dirty. expensive to be a drug addict. It's like it takes such a toll on your body. Like a lot of these people physically cannot handle not being drug addicts, but they can't handle quitting not doing either. It. Yeah. Right. Like we can say like or they can offer, like, oh, we'll give you 30 days clean, and that's great, but then on that 31st day. Right. Or day three, when they're sweating, like, to right. death, they're, they're withdrawing out their chest. Right. So then it's just, like, I think the needle thing is, like, a cushion. Well, like... You a guys. pin cushion, if you will. <laughs> Sorry, that cushion. was a bad joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> <a> bad joke. <laughs> <Gosh>. <sighs> but like, 
It's just one of those things where it's like, yes, you'll stop diseases, but now we have needles all over the city. All yeah. over. Well, even, I don't know if you've been all in, over in, like, public restrooms. No. Even, like, when I went to, I went to do a that? restaurant a couple weeks ago, they have sharps containers in the restrooms for you to throw your dirty needles away in. In In public restroom? restrooms, I saw one, I saw one at, um, oh, when I went into Pioneer Square. Mm-hmm. To get lunch for me and Shalina a couple weeks ago. Oh, like the mall. Like the mall downtown. bathroom. And then I was at a restaurant in Gresham and their bathroom had. That's crazy. I actually feel like I have seen it. I can't picture where it was at, but I've seen it somewhere. Like the hazardous. Yeah. Like material box. Like they're just making it very easy. For people. Yeah. Like almost like it's getting to a point where it's too convenient. Like, we should start doing... I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, we should just start doing drugs. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it is... I mean, if you're going to be a druggie, I feel like it is pretty easy here. It's very easy here. I mean, there's you have access everywhere. You can't... I mean, you know, you can't walk down a single street without there being something... Yeah, that is true. And then, yeah, being able to get needles exchanged, no questions asked, having safe places like public restrooms to, you know. Dispose of sed yeah. sedge needles. It's a lot. It's kind of crazy, though, because I never, like, you know how custodians are... And, like, people who clean or whatever. Uh -huh. Like, the streets and, like, they have, like, the TriMet, like, washing station uh -huh. people. All those people. I wonder if that was, like, obviously I don't know anybody that works in that. And I don't work in that. So, I don't know if it was, like, directly affected by COVID or anything surrounding it. But I feel like the streets are very dirty now. Like, yeah. independent places keep their gardeners also clean you know like if places are owned by like where I work specifically that whole entire area is owned by one company yes yeah, or like one industry our property management we have like gardeners that come out once like once every two weeks or something like that right and they, and they just clean like everything yeah out. they take everything out they do whatever I but I'm saying for like the city I know that there are some volunteer groups and some nonprofits that do go out downtown and clean things up Right, but, like, we also at one point had, like, I don't even know what they would be called. Like, it's not, like, city cleaners, but, like, that worked for the city. Right. That were... Street sweepers. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like, would just have, like, the cars that drive around or just have the people who power wash sidewalks or just have people who, like, clean up riverfronts or whatever the case was, you know, power wash TriMet stations or whatever. Just, like... It used to be cleaner. And I mean, like, the sanitizing of the city cleaner. Yeah. And now people don't do that. No. I can't tell you the last time I saw somebody or even a street sweeper drive by me. Right. I also don't know the last time I saw... Somebody cleaning? Besides, like, a private business owner or... Right. No. Like, just cleaning the sidewalk I'm talking about the business. cars that would dead-ass like, say, the like, city of city Portland. Of Portland? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was a money thing. Because I know there are, because, like, I'll see on the news that there are, like, independent people that will go through and clean Yeah, because I see volunteer, yeah, like, yeah. volunteer companies or, like, nonprofits that will go through and, like, clean certain areas and, like, bring awareness to, like, this issue that we have in the right. city, you know? But I'm talking, like, people who just, their 9 to 5 is Sweeping to get paid right. yeah, to clean. And it's... It's I don't even away. know the last time I saw, like, a prison litter pickup or, like, community service pickup. Oh, yeah, like the... Like, on the, side, on the, of the side of the freeway? Yeah. Or, like, even the bags. Yeah. Are we on to something? What is going on? <laughs> what is going... Because I honestly have either. I used either. to see them all the time. Yeah, same. Especially on the freeway. And I take freeways solely to right. get to and from work, you know? wild interesting yeah because usually you would have especially by my work like those areas yeah that area was like very heavily trafficked by like well and like 205 and 80 205 and like 84 Mm -hmm. because Inverness is right down the street they used to do like the prison cleanups all the time around there and I don't remember the last time I saw one. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if this is like... I mean, I mean there's got to be some sort of reason for it. We just don't do research. We just talk. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've not... I mean, I could definitely like look at my phone right now and look it up. But now I'm just curious because you don't know... This is exactly like... What I meant by, like, the original question, like, do you ever think that, or, like, how people get used to things without knowing they get used to things? Like, yeah. we used like, to you see don't cleaners reali- all you the time. You don't realize like, that things have changed until you realize they have changed. Right, and, like, right now, I'm having that moment of realization where, like, I used to see, I remember, like, part of my daily life would be, like, on my commute home, there would be the same TriMet cleaner power washing the bus station and i think that's why i keep going back to that specific one is because like literally this would be like he would be in my way right you'd (laughs) have to go around i was the person that was just like really bro (laughs) do you have to clean it every time i get off work (laughs) you know like and in that moment now i'm like dang when did that stop because i literally have not seen one single person clean if it's not a non-profit that's posting it on tiktok to bring awareness to whatever you know? Yeah, that's cra- it's just so crazy. It is crazy to think about, like, like obviously we see it getting worse, right? I mean, I obviously but since COVID stop. things have been very different, mm-hmm. but I guess you don't really think about what is actually different. Yeah, like, until you it, break it down, right? Like who, like why is it actually not being taken care? of? Now I don't even see the people that were attempting to take care of it before it was this bad. Yeah. It's crazy. Because, like, even going down to my work, like, the road that's, like, probably owned also by the company that owns where I Uh work. Uh-huh. They're... Every once in a while... So, like, it's just a street of greenery. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's bushes on both sides. Right. By area. There's always homeless people. And, like, they have full foundational houses at this point. And every so often, 
a group of people will come through in their trucks and like clean them up clean them up and then however so many days or whatever after they're right back they're right back but i see those people and those trucks that are there do not say city of portland they don't say they're not anymore Right, so is it just volunteer groups? People, right, is it volunteer groups or are they the gardeners that the people hire down right work to also do the entrance of it? I think it's just mostly they look like gardeners. Volunteers that are like setting up these nonprofits to clean up the city because the city's not doing anything about it. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. It is. Like, I remember um going to my mom's house and for context my mom does not live in a very good neighborhood (laughs) so i was going to her house and coming from where i live the atmosphere is very different you know i don't live in the city anymore i live in the outskirts so like going from where i live to like where my mom lives still i was driving there and me and my boyfriend were stopped at a light and there's probably like a 10 year old and a 14 year old graffitiing the side of the building we were parked next to just it was like 10 in the morning where were these kids parents i was like this is what y'all are doing right now of all the things you'd be watching cartoons you could be and i know this could be maybe their options aren't watching cartoons in the morning you know maybe they don't have that like right that atmosphere at home like where it's a safe environment to like stay at home, eat egos in the morning, whatever the fuck you want to do, you know? Eat a bowl of cereal, dry, I don't care. Like just anything else, you know? Like is it is that what they need to be doing though? As children? No. At ten o'clock in the morning? I was just I was so blown away. I was just like Obviously I grew up in that area, so like it's not like I haven't seen it before. I was just like shook that in 2022 that we're still doing the same we're still doing yeah because that's like some ignorant shit that would happen like when i was growing up like you would get right some dumb kid that was like hey guys let's go do this fun thing yeah let's like go tag up this place and like that's fine i mean it's not fine but yeah it's not fine but i mean like it's something i've accepted was attached to my childhood but like i don't picture people younger than my sister doing that right to see like children out doing this shit right like what you were locked in your house for x amount of time like why are you back on the streets doing the same shit i do feel like when i see i don't know how to explain like there's some news stories that i'm watching Mm -hmm. and then when they mention the people's ages and they're 14 12 13 i'm like what is happening in the world that this breaking news story is about some middle school kids. Like, give me an example. I guess I'm not that up with the so, like, There was a shooting uh, a couple, maybe like a week or so, two, three weeks ago, up at Rocky Butte. Okay. The area, not a good one. Right. So, there was a, one car supposedly another car came and just started shooting him the four kids in this car were between 12 and 14 that's bizarre why were these kids in a car at three in the morning at rocky butte for one why are you 14 so 
Again, so when I first heard the story, I was like, oh, these, like, 18, 19-year-old kids, dumb kids. And they were like, oh, the kids were between 12 and 14. What? What grade are you in at 12 and 14? Middle school. Yeah, I was like, are you a seventh grader? Like, what are you doing? I think that's literally sixth grade to eighth grade. Is it not? Yeah. Because, yeah, I think I turned 13 in seventh grade. Yeah, and I turned yeah. 15 in freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre. So middle school kids. That's bizarre. I mean, and I get it, like, to the extent where, like, when I was in middle school, people were doing, like, rowdier shit than they should have been. Right? For teenagers. You're like, oh, bruh. bruh right, what? you're 12. So your mom, right, your mom's still packing your lunch. Like, right. get it together. But then... At least for me, like, the dynamic was there was those kids that were like, your mom's still packing your lunch. And then there was the kids that were like me, essentially, where, like, our parents were just blue-collar workers, you right. know, they trying were always to at work, pay so you the were always bills. alone. Right. Like, we didn't have food necessarily to even get our lunches packed for us. We had right. free or reduced lunch or whatever, yeah. you know, so... For me, a lot of the kids or, like, people I, like, saw firsthand were the kids that were just taking care of themselves because their parents were struggling through the fucking world trying to take care of, like, the house, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. keep a roof over their head, keep them fed for dinner at least, you know? Like, just, like, grinding to take care of their children, you know? So then that leaves the kids in a position where they're, like, taking care of themselves and, like, that doesn't work out for the best of us, you know? Um, (laughs) Sometimes you... Some some kids just be wilding more than others is what I'm saying, but not to that extent. I not guess. to what it is today. Right. Like I was still though I was like doing shit I shouldn't have been. I still wasn't allowed on public transit until I was like 16 with a job. Yeah. See, I was also home by myself way more than children should be at right. a very young age. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, we did some crazy shit in the neighborhood, but I wasn't getting in these, like, gang fights in the street at three in the morning. That's what I mean. Like, nothing ever resulted in, like, that. Like. Into the way things are happening Right. Like, of course people were sneaking out. Of course people were, like, trying to find themselves within whatever way. Right. They felt fit or whatever crowd they got into, you know. But. I'm not stealing my mom's car and having guns and, like, you know what I mean? At, in sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade. It's wild. When I heard, when I heard this specific news story, I w- again, when they were first talking about the shooting at Rocky Butte, I was like, much of, you know, yeah. That's a young story. 20s, Rocky like, okay. Very, right. But very, then they were like, oh, the victim was a 14-year-old girl who got shot in the shoulder and then a 13-year-old boy and there was two others in the car. I'm like, one, where did they get a car? They just stole it. <laughs> what is this 12-year-old doing at 3 in the morning with yeah. these 14-year-olds? And that's so crazy because it's like a... And what were you doing to get shot? I mean, actually. Like, what? how far did you get into this to bring guns and fight? Like an actual gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, I feel like it goes hand in hand with like... For people in my age group and people in your age group, we were given more responsibility or, like, 
not maybe more responsibility, but allowed to do more shit. Or but more we did independent. Less shit. That's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the kids that now that have more independence, if you're not the kids that are, like, just doing school from home, communicate with your friends from home, play video games at home, play outside at home. Like, if you're not those kids, you know, and you're allowed to roam just around this run world. run the streets. Yeah, run the streets. Like, I feel like they're allowed to do less. Like, when you see a kid on a bike, you're like, where's your, where's your mom? You know, like that's true. Before kids were doing that normally, and we didn't think anything of it. But now, when kids do that, we're like, whoa, 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 go back in the house. <laughs> what are you doing? You know. But the kids that do get that like freedom, go crazy, go crazy. Yeah, like, like as soon as you... they're like, oh shit, my mom's not home. I can do whatever I want. Right, and it's like, there's no like middle ground. It's not just like something that could be harmful. But usually is just like sneaking out to your friend's house. Right. Which could have its dangers, of course. Like, don't do that, kids. Kids, if you're listening. <laughs> somebody with kids. Listen to your mom. Right. <clears throat> like, but it it could be worse, you know. Now, they may be sneaking out, but also stealing a car, getting guns, and shooting at each other. <laughs> like, that's like a little It's extreme. very extreme from what it was when I was a child, for sure. I mean, my bus stop was on the side of 26. Okay, you lived in the woods. I did live in the woods. But still, you cannot tell me that somebody's going to drop their seven-year-old off on the side of the highway <laughs> to wait for the bus. That's what I'm saying. So, like... Like, that stuff for, doesn't happen anymore. Right. So, for you being, like, for your generation, you being dropped off the side of the highway at seven years old was, like, a normal thing. It was like, oh, just go into the bus stop. You know, and then for me, it was like, obviously the area I grew up in was not, not the mountain, very ghetto. And it was just like, oh, they're at the bus stop. Just, just stay here, kids. Don't leave. But don't talk to strangers either, you know, but like also left us on a busy street. Actually, mine was off of 26 as well. Just a different area. <laughs> just a different type of 26. Yeah. Yeah. Years later and a different side. Um, but then in that case, like I was also trusted to stay at this bus stop and the people around me were trusted not to kidnap me. Right. Because every time I go to the mountain and I drive past my bus stop, I think how were none of us kidnapped? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it was just not concerned now. And then now parents are dead ass, not even letting their kids go on like school buses. Like, that's how oh, see, my I, parents are right. now. Like, like I don't want to send my kids to public school. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get shot if they do. Right. Which scary. Is terrifying. Right. It's, yeah. Terrifying. Gosh, what is the world coming to? So stressful. <laughs> I'm going to buy an island, and I'm just going to live on this island, and <laughs> just be separated from the whole world. Yo, if we get a filming crew, we could just have, like, the new Lost. We have like eleven Shit, when seasons. I, when I win the lottery, <laughs> exactly, it'll be fine. Yeah, the world is wild. Yeah, it was crazy. There was a lot of wild things happening in the last couple years. That I don't know if COVID ramped things up. I think, it or if both. it just made it more visible because nobody was going to work. So the only things outside were not good? I mean. 
but that's what I that's what I mean when I say when I say I think it means both. As in, it stopped the world from moving, so it, it did take like the good growth sides of the city out, mm-hmm. and like people being productive, socializing, whatever, out of it. But then increase the worst stuff because of the home situations. They stopped going out because a lot of people stopped getting paid. They weren't getting funds from wherever to keep their kids in school or to keep the house or whatever, you know? And all those kids were stuck inside all day long. Right. So they wanted to be outside all night. Yeah. And then that's when the bad shit started increasing because there ain't nothing to do. There's no out. There's no... That's true. I feel like when we were younger, we definitely had a lot more, like, activities outside of... Just in the house. Yeah. Doing school in the house. Staying in the house. Yeah. Getting yelled at by your mom because she's also stuck in the house. Yeah. You know, like... I just feel like we had more not having a release. to do. Right. Like, things to do. And now it's just, like, everyone is stuck in whatever stage of life that you started... In the beginning of COVID, I mean, obviously, it had a lot of growth on a lot of people. I do feel like there were two different types. There was the people that took advantage mm-hmm. of the situation and the people that just kind of got stuck. Like, in the, exactly where they left off. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel that way. Because that's where I think it created the divide of, like, if you are fortunate enough to keep your job. A lot of people took that time to, like, give their money to smaller businesses, whether it was, like, finding a therapist, mm-hmm. finding ways to, like, outsource their energy from the house, you know? Yeah. Like, doing yoga at home or, like, whatever. Because I feel like I definitely took advantage of the fact that I, because during COVID, I was only working part-time. Mm-hmm. So, I only worked three days a week. Mm-hmm. So, I had a lot of time to do a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of other stuff. And I feel like I did a lot of stuff. See, I feel like I... It didn't hit me. I'm, I was an essential worker the whole time. Yeah. I worked probably more during COVID than I mean, I, I wish I would have been able to continue <laughs> working full-time, but, you know, I work in an aerospace industry, and COVID happened, plane stopped. Right. I mean, they were also trying to figure their shit out. Right. There was also the whole... Boeing situation, which there's a really good um, documentary on Netflix about the whole Boeing thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was, I mean, I fell asleep in the middle of it because it was a little, low-key a little bit boring, but there was a lot of really good information in it. <laughs> but, um, no, I just feel like there's people I know that, like, their whole life just stopped. And I was over here, like, going on all these vacations. Like, I went on so many trips. That is true. I I feel like I did a lot of stuff. I mean, I feel... And I feel like that's with a lot of people, though. Is, like, everything... Was... Stupid cheap. For yeah. a very long time. Because a lot of people weren't spending money. Because they didn't know... Right. What people was going to happen. People were scared to travel. People were scared to, you know, do anything. Right. And, like, at the end of the day... The regulations were just to wear a mask, to stay six feet away from people, to not be in big crowds, not create big crowds, but you could still live life without those things. Right. Without those criteria, you know? Like, you can go on a hike by yourself in the middle of the woods. No one's around you. 
You know, like, you're not going to, but you're still doing something. Right. And, like, even if you were scared to be outside at the time, you could still wear a mask. You're free to do that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like a lot of people didn't take, a lot of people took that and, like, benefited off of it and, like, still found ways to outsource their life. Mm-hmm. And, like, in a healthy manner, of course. And then the second they found out they were keeping their job or whatever, they, like, spent all their money. That's why yeah. everyone has brand new everything right now. And, like, revamped their whole life. <laughs> or it was, like, the opposite where you were, like, stuck. You weren't getting paid. You didn't have... You were barely yeah. able to keep your house. That's true. You were stuck in the house, you know, like... Because, yeah, I do... I mean... We were taking... Even though we were working part-time, we were still very well taken care of. hmm And part of being able to do things is that I... Because I was only going to work three days a week, I wasn't spending gas money. Right, that's So I had extra money to spend on things. I did make a point to order DoorDash a lot so I could give people tips. <laughs> right. That was one thing, like, I... There was times where I would, like, felt guilty for ordering DoorDash, like, three days in a row. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but I'm giving this person a job. I mean, and that was a huge... That movement alone in the food delivery industry went fucking crazy. Went crazy. It's like, yeah. a, it's a whole career path now. Yeah. Like, you could essentially be I mean, you a delivery I... driver independently. Right. You and I did Postmates when Postmates first came to Portland Mm -hmm. a handful of years ago. Yep. And it was garbage. Yep. It was a lot of work for not a lot of pay. And DoorDash, too. And now, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And people are quitting their jobs to do that. Yeah. And it definitely comes with its benefits, you know? Like, it's an essential part of the world now like a lot of places even if they are open to dine in a lot of people including myself prefer to just pick it up or to get it delivered yeah it's just easier yeah yeah for the simple convenience of it right the people don't have to dine you to serve you listen we might order lunch what time (laughs) (laughs) what time is it (laughs) Because yeah, like, I don't... That is one thing that... I went, mean, I love going and having dinner with my friends, like, at a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go sit down in a restaurant by myself. Right, for, like, a normal day, that's not... Yeah, I'll just order it. If it's Tuesday and we're busy, I'm not going to... For one, I don't want to come home and cook after a long day of doing shit and working. Not what I want to do. But for that exact reason, I also don't want to spend an hour and a half in the damn restaurant. Right. You could order it. You're giving the restaurant work. You're giving the delivery driver work. And you can, like, take a shower and clean your house while you're waiting for your dinner. Right. And I will be... And I know that I'm not the only person that feels this way. The chances of me being satisfied taking it home are a lot higher than me being satisfied in the restaurant when it comes to visually satisfying me. Like you get more comfort being at service home. satisfying me. The time I have to wait to get my the food other to people pick. around you. Yeah, like there's just so many aspects that go into dining in a restaurant. That like if I was a business owner and I was a restaurant owner, I would a hundred percent like go in on the whole uh, like drive up or pick up or whatever mm-hmm. like door dashing and all that shit. 
Like restaurants that aren't doing that, like, are just choosing to lose business, especially right now. Yeah. Like it's such a, you get three people satisfied, satisfied working for the delivery driver and the people making the food and I'm satisfied at home. Where's, yeah. See, I issue? had I had a coworker whose wife opened a restaurant at the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. and they were open for two months before they had to close, <laughs> and then they that. were yeah, and then they were strictly DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates for almost two years, and they made all of their money back that they invested in that two years. Yeah. That they would not have gotten back if they would have been a sit-down restaurant. And that's crazy because they're not the only people getting paid off of that. Right. They're getting paid. DoorDash is getting paid. The p- people driving for DoorDash are getting paid. The people they're ordering the supplies and the food from are getting paid. Right. It's and a whole thing. we get satisfied by the service that we're paying for? Yeah. Yeah, I will gladly pay a delivery fee on yeah, it's a DoorDash a whole, or Postmates. Right. It's a whole... No, absolutely. It's like a circle of life now. Yeah. Like, a whole career path to be built off of that. Yeah, because I said, like, middle of, height of COVID, we were, I was door dashing almost every day. Well, that's what I'm saying. And if, if that's an option that you have, why aren't you doing that? Right. Why are you going out of your way, inconveniencing yourself to do something somebody else could be doing? And that's, that's how they're paying their bills as well. Yeah, so that's how I justified it in my mind. I mean, yeah, because it was like, like it, shit, I'm going to spend like $30 on dinner, but I'm giving somebody a job. I was just about to say, I was like, it was like me and you, though. Like, we did that. Like, there was a right. point in time where I did, I wasn't working, and I was just doing that. Yeah. I mean, mind you, it wasn't in the peak of it right now, but I was right, still that person. Right, but could you person. imagine if you were doing that in the middle of COVID? Right, and I lost my job? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I would be so grateful for every tip that I got. Right. Just because... That's one more meal you could put on the table. Or that's one more $5 you could throw at your electric bill so your power stays on. Yeah. Or, like, whatever the fuck, you know? Like, what the? Like, what? That is one good thing that came out of. Though it was already there. It just got bigger. It, like, solidified. Yeah. And it also forced those companies to pay their drivers more. Oh, the driving companies? Or, like, the The delivery services. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is always a good thing. I think everybody should always be paid more. Well, and there should just be... It's so self-functioning, the way that it works, that there should be more, like, services where you can be independent and complete tasks for people. Yeah. Like, like Instacart, for example. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a whole other side of, like, getting your groceries done the same exact way. And there's also, like, Task Rabbit, where, like, if you have furniture you need built, somebody will come build it for you. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Like, those are not things that people are, are just going to stop doing. They're tasks that we have to do. They're tasks that people pay other people to do. When I move, I, well, I guess I don't have that much stuff right now, but, like, I would rather pay somebody to move my stuff for me. Right, and that's what Like, I'm the next time you move, I'm not helping you move. You're going to pay somebody to do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just so much more convenient. If it's accessible, people are going to use it. Yeah. Why don't we have every other, not trade, but like every other industry industry like that? Like it's so self-functioning and so many people get paid out of those types of jobs. Because it's too convenient for the world. <sighs> but we could be so, it could be so great. It could be so great. Like, and then the people that 
there's so many benefits to being the delivery driver, essentially. You get to make your own schedule, work when you want, work in the comfortable comfortability of your life, like your car, your whatever, you know. Like, it's just so convenient. And there's people out there with box trucks. They could just be movers. Yeah. If that was the case, yeah, just be movers. You could be independent. You could be an independently Shoot, licensed I mover. I have a big SUVs. I mean, you need furniture picked up? Yeah, exactly my point. is like, there's so many... How many times me with not having a big car needed you with a big car quite All a few time. i should start charging you all the time i'm gonna exactly. i need to find does anybody out there know how to code they can build me an app that my friends can request <laughs> my services on we should just start this right now <laughs> but i'm just saying if there was something like quitting that my job tomorrow for everything yeah it would be everyone would be their own boss yeah it would be great absolutely you wouldn't have to be like sucked into these big ass companies that are like if you don't work nine to five if you come in one minute late we're firing you you know like right. put all your eggs in one basket type of lifestyle so you and i could quit our jobs mm-hmm. if more of our listeners got on patreon this is true this is true and it would help our situation and help us get out of this nine to five and then we could take that money and pay for other services and help other people also get their bills paid. I right. agree. You're onto something here. <laughs> so I do listening. actually. Um, I I did decide. I didn't tell you this yet. The next 100 people that sign up for Patreon are gonna get a gift. Ooh. What are we gonna put together? You'll tell me after. Cause it's a secret. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, patreon.com forward slash Boring Girls Club podcast. I don't remember if it's just Boring Girls Club or it's Boring Girls Club. It's on our link tree on our Instagram. I was just about to say. I was like, go to find our link tree. We're on everything. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Facebook. Facebook, Twitter. All of it. Literally. Just search Boring. Google it. Yeah, just type Boring Girls Club podcast. (laughs) It'll all come up. I know. But get on that Patreon. It doesn't matter what tier you sign up for. Um, but yeah, the next hundred people that sign up are going to get a free gift. So make sure you put your address in when you create your Patreon account also, so we can send you something. So we can ship it to you. Yo, and on that note, we've been ranting for quite some time. This has been a long episode, but it's been a good one. I was just about to say, I was like, I feel like we touched on so many things, so many issues in the world. And this is just a... This is like the tip of the iceberg. There's right. I was so like, we didn't, even, we didn't even get into anything. I think we were just reminding ourselves there's a million of five issues and we just hit the top three. <laughs> I don't even think we actually got anywhere, but. No, we'll go deeper in some of them later on, I think. Yeah. Um, hit us up on all the things. Let us know what you want to hear. What you want us to talk about. What, you, what topics you want to talk about. Because as, you, as you've listened and heard, there's a million of five things going on. I also want to do, world. if you pop on that Patreon, we do have like a Q&A session on some of the tiers. So if you're curious about us some more, we got some jump on there, hit us over up. There. And then uh, our YouTube's coming soon. And we'll have early access for that on the Patreon also. Yeah, honestly, you're just missing out if you're not on the Patreon. 
really. <laughs> You're just that's choosing cool, that's to where be all the late. Cool shit happens. <laughs> Come to the cool side. <laughs> uh, okay, the sun just came out, so we gotta go. <laughs> Yo, that was like, that perfect timing. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>